Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, no, don't do All that. Right. No, that's not right. Okay. 
Yeah, it's so a little bit of a rundown. I ain't, I yeah, my sit, back, sit back, relax, uh, <laughs> and get your what? Get your get your uh, get your favorite uh, get your favorite uh, cocktail. cocktail. Uh huh. All right. Well, grab some ice cocktail or whatever you do, and uh, we'll be right back with the show. So I was looking over the Cocktail of the Week archives, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party and a Game Changer, and of course, we have the last word. I like the Revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. Ooh-wee! I like that Crown Royal Flush with the Crown Royal Peach Nuts and Cranberry Juice. And one of my favorites was the, uh, wait a minute, what's it called? The Dutch Mule, yeah, the Dutch Mule with the kettle, orange, vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. There are so many to choose from on the ABAJAMAPARTY.com website. So check out the Cocktail of the Week archives to get the recipes. And you can find out how to make the Cocktail of the Week and sip along with us. Are there instructions there, too? Sure they are, along with pictures of the drink. John Perry, one of your hosts, Papa D. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Woo, well, we about to get this thing rolling. Uh, starting with the hot topics. I got to talk about what 45 did, one thing out of many. Oh, he signed an executive order this week calling for police reform. That happened on Tuesday of this week. So the executive order is encouraging police departments to improve training, which is a step that critics, of course, say falls short of what really needs to happen to curb police officers' use of force against non-white people, black folks. Uh, The order comes as uh, Trump faces tremendous pressure to take action, of course, following the killing of George Floyd last month. So in the ceremony, which at most times sounded more like a campaign speech, uh, he basically was defending police officers, saying that Americans demand law and order, even though they may not say it and they may not be talking about it, that's what they want. I'm like, well, if they're not saying it and they're not talking about it, how do you know that's what they want? But that's what he said. And he said that the number of bad officers was very tiny. Very tiny, according to him. So this order is also supposed to create a database to track police officers that have multiple instances of misconduct and use federal grants to encourage departments to meet certain higher certification standards on the use of force. Now that part, I'm like, wait, so you're going to give them a financial incentive to not beat up people? I'm not understanding the logic behind that, but that's the way I read that. 
You, and plus they're going to use federal money to do it, federal grants to encourage departments to meet certain higher certification standards on the use of force. So anyway, so they're calling on the departments to involve social workers and mental health professionals when they're dealing with situations like homelessness or mental illness and drug addiction, things of this nature. So, uh, of course, the order calls for the police departments to ban the use of chokeholds, but then he put an exemption in there and said, except when an officer feels that his or her life is in danger. Well, isn't that the reason why they claim they're doing it now? Because they feel like their life is in jeopardy? So to say that, well, we're going to ban chokeholds, except for when you feel like your life is on the line, then you can choke the hell out of somebody. I'm just not... Now I see I now I see very clearly why the critics have a problem with this executive order cuz it's full of holes like Swiss cheese. It's like saying we're going to do this but we're going to let you do that and then we're going to include this but it won't really include the things it really needs to include. So basically it looks like he just went through the motions, signed that big signature with that black sharpie and patted himself on the back. I, I don't know what else to say. I just feel like you know to sit up there in the in the what's it called the rose garden outside of the White House and have this whole ceremony. And he invited some of the families of people who've been murdered by the police. A lot of which said no, thank you. But um, I'm trying to think of the woman who did go. Um, mm, I can't think of her, her name right now. Her son was murdered. She did go, and she said that, you know, he said a lot of things. He sounded like he meant what he was saying. But then you turn around and come up with an executive order like this. So I question the real sincerity behind it. I think this executive order was kind of like tepid water. Nobody wants to drink that. What do you think about it, Papa Didi? It was it was designed for the people he was talking to, and when he says Americans want, he really means that white people want. Mm-hmm. It's a damn shame that he, wow. it must be hard. It must be hard to talk in code, knowing that you are the leader of the whole Aryan mm-hmm. nation situation. You know, he's the leader of that. Believe me, he mm-hmm. he is the ultimate leader of all of it. He, he you know, they done got together and made that boy the boss of it all. And he's doing everything he can. Whenever something come up, he always like talks like he. And, and what gets me is he thinks that people are so damn stupid. And he got other people fooled. You know, they got a little tactic where they're throwing the Molly top cocktails in the buildings and burn them up in the middle of the black neighborhood and blaming blacks for it. I mean, that, and then you're saying, well, they're destroying your neighborhood. Well, they're not destroying their neighborhoods. I don't even black folks don't even have a, don't even have a reputation of having Molly top cocktails. What the hell? How do you make a Molly Top cocktail? What do you think? We're the master of all the game? I mean, if we had to give you start a race war, I'm sure we'd figure out how to make them motherfuckers. But, you know, for now, I don't think that's our normal practice to master how to make a Molly Top cocktail. I think that's a whole other group of people that does that stuff full time. So, and that's been their tactic for years. I mean, Molly Talk Pack cocktails been passed down through the years, through generations. Them racist jokers probably got the recipe printed on the wall somewhere, you know. So, 
It's just a mess. If you, if you can't see between the lines, you're crazy as hell with all this, basically. You know, so mm-hmm. anyway, I ain't going to give them too much well, time. Yeah, yeah I know that. What you say about it? For all these people that are in line, apparently they love they love your president. They love number 45. I just don't get it. You stay in line for four days to see this AWS. I don't get it. But like Papa said, he's the leader of, of the free world, and he he's, he's the leader, leader. Of, of yeah yeah he's the ringleader. That whole so. right wing stuff. Yeah. He's the lead. He's the boss because he got all right. the money. Yeah. He got access to the cash and furnishing right. everything going on with everything. And he got right. nerd to complain about talking about some masks went out. Where the mask going out the back door? Boy, a typical ghetto ass up north. Up north, up north mm. mentality, thinking everybody's stealing, but you and you the biggest thief in the crowd. Unbelievable. Well, like I said, we ain't gonna go <clears throat> All right, we we gonna shut them off right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's shut them down. All, All right. right. What you got? All right. Well, if you if you guys want to join the conversation, heads up tonight. Now one four eight zero three forty three zero six, and press one to get in the queue. All right, we got a big uh, big deal going on here. The Supreme Court rules gay workers protected from job discrimination. Yep, the yeah, Supreme Court one. handed a big win, yep, to the LGBT community on Monday, ruling six to three. I wonder who was who was those three people. I just want to know. I guess we can dig and find out. But six to three decision mm-hmm. that an employer who fires a worker for being gay or transgender violates. Um, the Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act protected people from an employer sexism as well as discrimination based on, you know, the race, color, religion, and national origin. The decision dealt with three cases, um, Clayton County, Georgia, employee Gerald was fired from his job as a, a child uh, welfare advocate for um, conduct, quote-unquote, unbecoming, a county employee soon after he joined a gay softball team. Wow, crazy. Also, another one, New York skydiver instructor, um, was fired days after mentioning he was gay. And the third one was Michigan funeral home worker, um, was fired after she told the employer that um, she would be a... She would do what? I think we lost you, cattle. Hmm. We had a big rainstorm in the area, so maybe kind of got lost behind that. Anyway. Well, I just wanted to tag on to that story. Um, another case that happened this week with the Supreme Court is that they ruled against the Trump administration uh, with the DACA situation, the uh, what's called the Dreamers. And that's the young people who were brought to the United States of America by their parents from uh, usually from South America or somewhere else, but who were here illegally. Because we don't call people illegal. They came here illegally, and the children were brought here not by their own volition, but their parents brought them here. So they've been here getting an education, paying taxes, working jobs, a lot of them, thousands of them, are healthcare workers working on the front lines to battle COVID, and Trump has been gunning for them ever since he got in office. So he wanted to uh, get rid of them once again. He tried it. 
And the Supreme Court ruled against him for the second time this week and said, no, the DACA situation stays intact. Because, of course, that was put in place by President Barack Obama. So you know how 45 went after everything, Obama. So, yeah, so that was two Supreme Court cases that 45 lost this week. So you know he's hot about that. Kettle, are you back with us? Nope. Okay, keep trying. And you know what was interesting is on the back end of all of that, after Trump lost two Supreme Court rulings this week, then he started going on about how he needed to get new justices. I'm like, didn't you select, what, two of them? You got uh, the guy who was accused of rape. I forgot his name. And then you got Gorsuch. Both of those were appointed by him. So now you're mad because they're not voting in your favor or the case isn't going the way you want it to. Now you want to get new justices, which equates to you want people to vote in your favor. That's not the purpose of the Supreme Court. Their job is to uphold the Constitution not to uphold you. Hmm. I, I declare. I I feel like he has never read any books on government or uh, civics or <laughs> any of that. He just likes to just do what he wants to do. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about your boy. Oh, well. Oh, Kettle's back. Yep, I'm back. Sorry about that. Um, but you did a great job on this one. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Okay. Like did you, you have anything was... else? Anything else on that other civil rights case? Uh, no, I was just telling you those three civil rights cases that went up, uh, up against the Supreme Court. Those were the three. Um, no, that was it. Okay. I think they really had to vote, um, you know, for that cause because, you know, the the way that they were fired and stuff was just so crazy. I mean, who they say that they joined a gay baseball team? What, what what makes a baseball team gay? What, who the hell is that? Was that their assumption or that's what they called it? Because somebody gay got on a baseball team and was a gay baseball team with. That was just crazy. I mean, the whole scenario of all three of them was really the works of people that are so homophobic that it's not even funny. And I think that if the Supreme Court ruled against it, it would have just that would have been another explosion going on in the world, you know. So I think it was too many, too many, <laughs> there was too many things going on at one time. And the Supreme Court said, you know what? If we want to walk out this front door tonight, you know, <laughs> we need to have this. I think this. you got a good point. Yeah. yeah, but you know, I do, want, I do want to add that they said in all three of the situations, the employers admitted that they had fired the workers for being gay or transgender, but they argued that this did not violate this um, Title Seven. Really, you going to admit that you fired them? I mean, yeah. well, they can't help themselves, you know. Yeah, They're I guess so you're anti- right. Whatever. But that goes back to what I was saying about loopholes. When this legislation mm-hmm. is, is given or passed, if it's full of loopholes like Swiss cheese, people going to jump in and out of those holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
All right, well, anyway, as long as it's holding, that's what's up. All right, well, let's uh, move on. If we, uh, if we, are we done with that story? Or? Anyway, uh, former they saying a former cop that was uh, fired will be charged with murder on the death of uh, Rashad Brooks, uh, and rightly so. You know this 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 uh, this particular case mimics the other case in South Carolina so close that it's not funny when the guy got out of his car and he was stopped because he he didn't want to be flagged for his child support and he started running. You know. And when you run in and you shoot at a moving target that's running away from you, you know, where's the threat? Where is the threat? I don't understand. And if you knew all that man had was a taser, and he sh- if even if he was a taser loaded or unloaded, I mean, if you look at that tape really good to see what not the, the taser would fire, when you shoot a taser, you know, wire is dispensed from it, charged wire. Now, this man is running in one direction. The problem was with them guys, their anxiety was so high that they lost their mind. You know what I mean? Because in all actuality, that boy Brooks was whooping their ass. He really was. He was getting the best of them, too. And the one dude, he got one guy, the heavyset guy, threw him off of him. And the other little smaller guy got so pissed off that he took chase on him and when Brooks turned around and fired what was only a le- electronic wire that got caught in the wind of the velocity of running, didn't touch nobody and just died. That was only the only the only time he pulled that trigger was the only shot he had at those police with that taser, and that was it. But once he shot his load on that, you knew he didn't have a weapon because you already searched him. And then for you to shoot him in the back as he was running away, I mean, what kind of barbaric stuff was that? I mean, in any event, you know, people always say, well, damn, you could have shot him in the leg. You know, I mean, it's almost like they, what what we are fighting for today is that does everybody have to have the shoot and kill mentality? I mean, you already shook this person down. This person has no weapons. You got pissed off because they did something or said something, and you feel like, let me just go ahead and kill him. But you don't think like that when it comes to your white counterparts. It doesn't even come to your mind. Like you said earlier, red wine. When they see white folks, they see themselves, mm-hmm. and they say, "I wouldn't kill myself at a younger age, or a stupid age, or on drug age, or a drunk age, or anything." But when you see black people, you feel like, "Well, you shouldn't have been drunk. You shouldn't have attacked me. You shouldn't. You have to die." And that's the bottom line on that. So it's, it's crazy, you know. So the Atlanta police officer who fatally shot Rashawn Brooks, a black man, has uh, has been charged with a felony murder. All right, Fulton County District Attorney, his name is Paul Howard, announced on Wednesday that the uh, now former police officer, his name is Garrett Roll, or Rolf, R-O-L-F-E, so I guess we'll call it Rolf, Garrett Rolf, who was charged with 11 counts, including felony murder, three counts of aggravated assault. He said, we conclude and consider it that Mr. Brooks never represented himself as a threat. During the 41 minutes that he spoke with uh, Roll and the other cop, Howard said, okay, within two days of the incident, Roof was let go from the Atlanta Police Department as far as his job was concerned. And the other officer, Devin, Devin Bosman, was placed on administrative duties. Bosman was a heavyset guy that he, Brooks threw him off of him. He jumped on him. Brooks just threw him to the side. And I think the other guy got pissed off at that, but. 
But uh, Boston had been charged with uh, three counts of aggravated assault and was uh, t- he turned state witness. So now he's going to speak against the other guy. So anytime you turn state witness, you're trying to keep the job. You're trying to throw him under the mm-hmm. bus. It's going to be interesting, okay? Yeah, but I think he already backed up off of that. Well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the cops mm-hmm. got together and did some raggedy stuff, too, in the land of the day on the week. We have that story. We should just connect that story with this story. Yeah, we can Where they talk all, about that. They too. all didn't come to work today. 25 Atlanta workers, you know, probably white guys, all didn't come to work today. Now, you're still trying to exude your power or your your blue badge of honor, but why would you try to prove your blue badge of honor when that cop shot the bullet out of his gun? You know, the one thing you need to be concerned about is your own career. Yeah, now, they're protesting to, that these, this cop is being charged. Man, well, why are you like, well, how why are you, you protesting about that? what he did? Which once y'all all get together to help him with his legal defense. That's that what you need to do. Sense. That's what you need to do. Because if I had a family and I was a young cop or what have you, or just a cop, period, there's no way I'm gonna jeopardize my job and my position to go down with somebody. I mean, I would be down with him in spirit and down with him if I felt like I wanna support him, I could support him. But when I choose not to go to work and they fired everybody, remember, too, back in the 80s when uh, Ronald Reagan fired all of the air traffic controllers. Don't forget that. Yeah, when they went All right. He fired every last one of them monkeys, changed the whole air scheme, fired everybody, all y'all fired, period. That was major. And see, major, if, major, if major, Mayor, major. If Mayor Bottoms fired all of those officers yeah. for not coming in, then that would be a whole nother round. Well, she's that. being cool right now. She mm-hmm. could, but then when she mm-hmm. did that, if she did that, Trump would throw his ass up in the ring. Well, that's rain, what I'm so. saying. That would be a whole new round of well, mess she's being cool to deal to, with. She's, she's being, trying to work it did, out. Well, she's just waiting to see what's up. You know, she ain't working it out right now. Though I wouldn't even work she's it out right now. She's trying to appeal to their sense of duty well, at all. Well, like so. I said, you got to play it out because, you know. But anyway, um. Let's see what happens. Like I said, that case exactly mimics the gentleman that was killed in South Carolina by the other cop. In fact, that cop, once the guy was laying on the ground, he walked over and threw the taser on his lap, like to plant the taser on him. Oh, that was that was the guy. Yeah, in South Carolina, that was unbelievable. I mean, you shot every. I tell you, what I want myself is I want to see a documentary or something. Or where are they now? The cop that killed, you know, Michael Brown. The cop that killed this one. The cop. What are they doing now? Are they in some type of Utah type of uh, police force that hires cops to kill people? Or I'm sure somebody's supporting them somewhere. I'm sure there's a big support fund for them. Believe me. So anyway. Well, I didn't understand why did they? Why did one of them step on his shoulder like that, standing on his shoulder, and the, one of them made the statement? Because we got it. You know, the or ang- I got the, him. I, the anxiety was, was off the chain. Even when he when he first slapped on his window at the Wendy's was aggressive. You just wake him up, you know, say move on or, or keep it moving. People going around him, they were called because the guy was sleeping. You know what the sad part about it? We'll move on to the next story. Is well, after these people get killed, you, you think back on what the initial charge was or what the initial call was. You know, like like George, like Floyd, where he just it was a alleged counterfeit twenty dollar bill that the guy called the cops on, then you end up making a national situation on a $20 bill. And then the gentleman at the store said he's sorry he called the cops. The gentleman that called the cops on Michael Brown, 
he was the same way. Mm-hmm. He, he claimed he's sorry. I'm um, sorry I called the cops. I didn't expect for all this to happen. Yeah, because you got a little two-bit-ass mm-hmm. five-and-dime store selling cheap-ass, rotten-ass food to to black folks <laughs> in the neighborhood. You're making a fortune every day, and they make a fortune. They make $250 just on rolling papers and, and uh, blunts and everything, Philly Philly uh, cigar paper and everything else, just on the little crap that's on the front counter. You know, you walk in a Chinese store, you see all the paraphernalia on the counter right there. Mm-hmm. All the uh, the Dutch, the, what's what's those cigars called? Dutchess and, and all that stuff. They they make three hundred dollars a day just on that. Not to mention the greasy ass uh, shrimp fried rice and the nasty ass fucking uh, you know uh, a Fu young. Mm-hmm. So these and they open up when blacks awoke. They open up at eleven o'clock in the morning. They close at four a.m. All the time we woke, they open. When we sleeping, they close. <laughs> Don't even get me started about a damn Chinese store. I know them well. Well, well, oh, well. All right. Anyway. All right, anyway. Don't get me started. <laughs> okay. Don't, Don't get, get me started on them bastards. And they got nerve to call the cops mm-hmm. and they selling a bunch of bullshit. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, let's okay. Move on. <laughs> all right. We're going to move on to the hidden Twitter headlines. Yeah, we can move on. Okay. Uh, we're going to go back over to you, Kettle. Hit it and quit it. What you right. got for us? Um, let me see. Support justice and equality for black Americans today. Um, it should be every day. Um, about this giving opportunity, in, ending racism and its violent outcomes needs concrete action to improve the lives of people of color. So they're saying that you should give to these um, black organizations um, Black Lives Matter, of course, which kind of started the whole movement. Um, Equal Justice Initiative, Innocence Project, also the Leadership Conference Education Fund, and NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund. These are um, the top, you know, the um, uh, black justice uh, organizations that you, sh- that you should give to. Um, Matter of fact, I just gave to Black Lives Matter today. Um, it was a small token, but, I mean, it helps keep the things moving, keep things moving forward. And, um, yep, so those are the black organizations. So just give, okay. give, give. Yeah, so that's the key thing on these organizations. Just give to these organizations to keep stuff moving forward, you know, especially these Equal Justice Initiative and NAACP, the Legal Defense Fund, Educational Fund. I think that's very important. And, of course, Black Lives Matter, that's 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 the main one everybody sees all the time. So, um, so that's yeah, it that's on that article. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. also a movement going on. Uh, particularly for Juneteenth, to buy black. So I know I don't remember the name of the project, but there mm-hmm. is something I saw on Instagram. They're talking about upload your receipt. With, I think what they're mm-hmm. trying to do is show the amount of uh, dollars that are being spent <laughs> on yeah, black power, basically, mm-hmm. the black financial mm-hmm. power. They're asking mm-hmm. people to buy black and upload your receipt. So if you're on Instagram, you can do some searching and find where is that, who's handling that, if right. you want to participate. But even if you don't right. do that, just you know, we should be doing that anyway. You know, right. we've heard people for I years agree. tell us, 
you know, how black dollars don't stay in black communities. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's time we rectify that. Right. Well, I did want to mention, um, I just saw something on um, the TV before we came on. Um, this guy's name is Daryl Jones. He was the um, black guy down on the wharf. He used to clean the fish. So they got rid of that, and he has four daughters, and they start, they opened up the um, Southwest Soda Pop. I do remember seeing that on TV because they reached out to social media um, for money because, you know, once the pandemic started, they were losing money, and they had to pay their bills. So um, she put on social media one day. The next day she woke up, she said, hey, they had about 10,000 followers. But people start coming down there to the wharf, and they were, um, you know, just helping them out, you know. So Yeah, that's, that's great. That's you know, fun. I saw that story, yeah. but I didn't realize that that's where they came from, that soda pop shop. Right. But the legacy was from their father, Daryl Jones, the guy that had the little um, uh, uh, place down there to clean fish. And he was the only person to clean fish, and he was black-owned, so... That's um, ironic. He has four daughters, and they open the shop. <laughs> so. Good for them. <clears throat> yeah. And I mm-hmm. have, I have been so. to his business before when he was open. Yeah, yeah. I remember going down there too. Yep. yep. Yeah, because I'm not about cleaning fish. I, I just that ain't my thing. <laughs> but that brother would take care of you. So he would. Okay. Yeah. He would charge we you need a long to go. Leg. Yeah. We need to go and uh, support that uh, soda pop shop and other mm-hmm. black businesses. Let's try to keep the dollars in the community. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of dollars, I've got one for you. Google has pledged $175 million to support black entrepreneurs. They said that they're going to put up this $175 million to bolster black-owned businesses as the Internet company vows to make changes on racial equity within its own ranks. They announced this on Wednesday, and they said they're going to spend $100 million to fund black-owned startups and organizations that support black entrepreneurs, and they're going to spend another $50 million that will be directed to grants for small businesses within the black community, while additional funds <clears throat> will be spent on job training and education access for black communities. So Google's stepping up, trying to do something. Uh, they said that in the pledge, uh, it, it will be, let's see, included in the pledge is a virtual startup accelerator aimed at black founders. So Google's pledge comes after protests, of course, have spread across the country in the wake of the George Floyd murder. And uh, Minneapolis uh, by the by Minneapolis police officers. Some of the nation's biggest companies, such as Nike and Microsoft, are also making their pledges. And I think we're going to cover some of that. Uh, and you know, they just go on to talk about that. And they're saying that less than four percent of their company's workforce is black, <clears throat> according to their latest diversity report. And Latinx people make up less than 6%. Native Americans are less than 1%. So, you know, they're just looking at what they need to do to increase the balance and make their company more diverse and what they can do to um, put more money and more access in the black community. So 
Uh, I give him a round of applause for that one. Good job, Google. Just make sure you do what you say you're going to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And we'll mm-hmm. be watching. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. We'll, well see what like follows suit. Yeah. Look like also getting on, I guess I wouldn't call it the bandwagon, but we'll call it the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nike and, and 47 more uh, companies just made uh, Juneteenth a paid holiday. I think, well, they all should, instead of everybody doing that internally, they should also get together and help support it to make it a uh, national holiday. You know, we don't have a holiday in June as it is. You know, it should get... It was Stevie Wonder. Has Stevie Wonder write a song about it like he did through the Martin Luther King's holiday to get behind that? As long as we have a living legend living to get behind him or John Legend or Felicia Keys or somebody of their magnitude mm-hmm. to put some music behind it and uh, push it to Congress or what have you. I think, you know, I just think that the world is changing. You know, it's just it's changing for their eyes. So, but uh, but this they all this all becomes behind you know the story behind it. In uh, 1865, which is not long ago, you know, if you if you're 50 years old or better, you know, you have grandparents or great grandparents that was born back then. So, at least was around during that time. You know, in 1865, June 19th marked the end of the Civil War and slavery, and uh, th- that was the date that the word got around to uh, the last place where they said was Gavison, Texas, which is. Uh, if you talk talk about Gavison, there's a lot of waterways there, just like New Orleans. There's a lot of uh, the Mississippi River and all that stuff all runs through that area, all around that area. And this is where slaves was always transported and transponded and they're going all. You know, the waterways was big time back in the day, getting people like it is today. You know, the way up in, in the Merlin area where you got rich white folks riding from uh, Annapolis to Baltimore Harbor, taking that little back road back there, you know, to get back to Annapolis. And then coming around and go to Baltimore Harbor out there at the uh, down at the harbor. So, the waterways have always been ways of transportation for the privileged that know the waterways and get around on it. But um, all that was to uh, get the get get the word out to all the slaves. But you know, as as it would be, if people are incarcerated or in bondage for so long, the word didn't get out. There was no announcement. There was no frequency there was no electronics so it's basically word of mouth and then some of them had probably a mentality which is so sad where they felt like it was either better to stay and all that i mean it was just a mess i mean we were just we were just so 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 beat up you know we were just so so mentally drained so physically abused and i think that you know the, the same way as the jews celebrate the holocaust we we have much much reason to to put together a whole like we have the uh, that National uh, African American Museum, there's enough material and just enough uh, literature that we can put a whole building of uh, reasons why this holiday should be put in place. You know that and the way Black people have sustained all the misery and still was able to develop a Black race on the back end. And, and yeah. keep keep it in perspective. And still rise up. And this is why we get so pissed off when we have Uncle Tom's and everything else turning their back on us, Clay or not Thomas. getting getting us our just due and getting just getting theirs and and still wiping the white man's boot or wiping his ass or whatever they want to do to keep this up in perspective. And yeah, Clarence Thomas is one of them. Mm-hmm. 
Armstrong Williams. Armstrong Williams, yeah. Well, yeah, it could, the list goes on and on. I can name a few people I even work with every day. We won't even go there. But anyway, um, so it's just so sad. This reason why, you know, the Oka Tom term has a – this is what my, Malcolm X's battle cry was when it came to why he was always talking about the black man needs to do this and do that. Even though Martin Luther King was talking about, you know, and he had his, his angle also, you know, to be peaceful and nonviolent because he knew that violence would not cure anything because he knew you were dealing with crazy-ass people. This is what Martin Luther King saw. He saw the white folks were just fucking crazy. He said, yo, we cannot go at them with violence. They cra- and we don't have the proper ammunition or the artillery to match them. Mm-hmm. So why would we even try it? But Malcolm X said by any means necessary and so, you know, it, it's, we, everybody has their position, and you can't, you can't put either of them down because they were all standing up for us, and they all represented us, and uh, I'm proud of the two of them equally. So, anyway, right. that's where we are now. So, so Nike's doing a holiday. Yeah, the paid holiday. Paid and holiday. And other companies mm-hmm. are paying, paying people, all right, you know. All right, cool, cool. I well, mean, it's good, a yeah. Applauded. It's the day of the week anyway. Was it? Wasn't it? Was it? I, I don't know. It was well, the day of the week anyway. Today it fell on this year. It fell on a Friday. So mm-hmm. long week. Yay. Mm-hmm. Right. Give them the day off. In the name right. of the favorite, give them the day off. Shit. Yeah. That's the day you don't want to come up, right? I know that's right. I'm right. asleep. So yeah, I'm, I'm Labor Day. I'm going to work. I'm lucky to have a job. So shoot on, on mm-hmm. June T. Take off. Yeah, not slave free <laughs> today. Take off. I was going to also mention, uh, I was reading about Facebook. They're going to give $100 million also. So that's a good thing. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, he also. Yeah, yeah. He got to get up off some of that money. That, But he's worth about he's $50 billion or something. He's got plenty yeah. of it. He's got plenty of it. Zuckerberg yeah. got some mess with him, but yeah, he okay. she's a kid. He's a child. He's just yeah, got he, he doesn't know. He's, he, he's trying. He's trying. <laughs> so you're right. Trying he tries. He does try me. He's a young guy, man. But all right, we're gonna get on. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, um, I don't know if you guys know, um, but the um, the bridge. Um, that um, John Lewis walked across in Selma, Alabama. Um, they trying to rename it um, in his honor. Uh, that would be oh, okay. a great thing to do. Yeah. Um, they were saying Rep- Representative Sewell she now supports the um, renaming of the bridge in honor of John Lewis. Although um, the bridge was named. Um, for former Alabama U.S. Senator and former Grand Dragon of the KKK, the 80-year-old um, steel arch carrying Route 80 across the Alabama River is an international symbol of sacred ground in the nation's long battle against racism and justice. That's true. As such, most Selma residents, along with many others, long believe the bridge should not be renamed even as some called um, for it to be the um, recast in honor of U.S. Senator, um, I'm sorry, U.S. John Lewis, uh, Democrat of Georgia, who um, famously helped lead marches in 65. Um, unfortunately, it included the Bloody Sunday. Everybody knows about that. Um, and among them, yeah. 
So the representative, Terry Sewell, she was against it at first, but now she's for it. So I don't know what made what turned her cheek. I'm not sure. But uh, I think they have some, some steam behind it. Um, and uh, I think it should be changed. The name should be changed. Yeah. So. I agree. I mean, yeah. why why do we continue in this country to honor people who have such hateful, murderous, et cetera, type backgrounds? I mean, what what kind, what does that say about us as a nation? If you prop up and question. honor people who have done such heinous things, I, I mean, I just don't get it. Yeah. I mean, if if that's guess, the case, then let's not honor anybody. Okay. If, if we can't figure yeah. out who to honor or we're going to honor people who were dishonorable, then how about mm-hmm. we just don't honor anybody? Mm-hmm. I but if you're going to put uh-huh. these memorials and statues and stuff up, I mean, really? This Pettis was, Pettis was a grand dragon? That's like... The, the highest rank of the clan. Why? Mm-hmm. Why are people saying that they don't want the bridge renamed? Are y'all part of the clan? Mm-hmm. Well, I hope they don't tear the bridge down because they tearing up these uh, statues like it's nothing and dragging them in the water. <laughs> so, I hope they don't uh, destroy this bridge, man. I'm telling you, and just I think they're going to pass it. I, I really believe that, and they should do it while he's still living. You know, that would be a great honor to him. Um, yeah, that would be needs good. To, needs to be done. Yeah, it just needs to be yeah. changed. Need to be done. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, what's the red? What's all the red fun. tape? Well, speaking of renaming, Aunt mm-hmm. Jemima is about to get revamped once again. The company what? who makes it, yeah, that's Quaker Oats. Quaker Oats is saying that they're going to remove the logo and rename it based on public outcry that the branding perpetuated a racist stereotype. Enough is enough. People are sick and tired of being sick and tired of the Aunt Jemima image, even though they took off the head wrap and, mm, and styled her, her hair, her firm, yeah. put some makeup on her. Mm. It's still Aunt Jemima. So it's like just because you made her look modern, we still know what it represents. But it should have a name change, you know. Aunt your mama was kind of crazy. I mean, I don't mind the picture and everything, but just change the name. You yeah, know, that's what I'm saying. You just, you took, well, anyway. Quaker Roads is saying that the longtime brand is going to be removed and uh, by the end of 2020, and they're going to change the name at a later date. They haven't said what that date is, but they are going to remove the image. And they said that they're, you know, working to make progress. They got several initiatives, and they recognize that Aunt Jemima's origins were based on a racial stereotype. And uh, we realize that these changes may not be enough, but that's what we're going to do to get it going. Now, I didn't realize Quaker Oats is a subsidiary of PepsiCo, PepsiCo, a company. Yeah, they own always, the Aunt Jemima a brand. Big company that oversees it all. But yeah. you know, one thing I don't I don't like, or I, I hope is in in the mix, is that some people are just looking for a new campaign for something, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a reason or excuse or an alibi to put something new in that place. And I getting rid of the pancake mix 
but they wanted to refurbish it or resell. Because once they put out the new stuff or whatever they do, they know it's going to have an upswing of sales. So they're looking for the best thing to make and put and what have you. So the real challenge is going to be what are you going to replace it with? You know, yeah. What, well, what they, is your they're objective? not getting rid of the product. They just gonna right. Oh, it. I know they're not. I just, mm-hmm. I, I just said they're not. They're gonna keep the pancake mix. But is this? But internally, is this some some type of? Uh, they're just going after another campaign anyway. You know, I just look at the devil's know. advocate aspect of things because I don't trust none of the asses anyway. I, I think what's really happening is that a lot of these companies see the change that the world is on the brink of, and they're trying to get on the right side of it. They should have have seen the change a long time ago. Well, they should have, but they didn't feel the need to. I think it's 50-50 because I think they're looking at the change of the times now, and then, too, they're looking at their product as, if I'm Aunt Jemima, I'm not going to buy it. If I'm black, I'm not going to buy it. And I'm quite sure they're looking at the percentage. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's their name? No, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm quite sure they're looking at a percentage of people that are black that buy their product. So if I'm black, and it's, if, if it's 60%, which I don't, I'm not sure of the number, but if it's 60% of people that are black buying it, that's sales. You know, the sales don't go down. So, yeah, but you, you know, know what? They, I they, didn't give it a second thought. That's true. When I brought Hand to Mama Pancake Mix, you know, the one that was the complete, which means you don't have to, you just, you know, add water. Right. I just right. I just grabbed it because I wanted some pancakes. I didn't really give it a second thought, and that doesn't mean I didn't care about the image and all that. But you know, I I, I appreciate a black woman being on the box personally. You know, as long as they cleaned up, took off the the rag and all that shit that was on her head, and once they did her up and made her look a little nicer and all, I was like, okay, that's cool. But I didn't give it a second thought. But all I'm saying is that I don't want people to come along and act like you're trying to stay relevant. So you're going to do something that you feel like everybody else is doing. Just like uh, Roger Goodell came in and said, oh, you know, Kaepernick was right. Oh, probably because you finally seen somebody die on national TV to change your mind. But what does it take to change your mind? And why do we got to wait for you to change your mind in order for shit to happen? We've been trying to change your mind for a while. What is it that budges your head? Why why do we got to wait till something actually moves that iceberg in order for the iceberg to move? We don't have time for that, to wait people to come around. Oh, yeah, that's true. You still got people. I still know white people that when you say Black Lives Matter, they get insulted. They come right back with White mm. Lives Matter, too. If you go to a Trump, if you go to Trump's thing on Saturday and you have a Black Lives Matter sign, somebody will whoop your ass in that room because they think you're trying to outdo them. When all it is is making a statement about what's happening, they think it's a mm. personal statement saying you want preference and they don't want to give up the preference. They want to keep the lead dog, the lead spot. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a mess. Anyway, I, but you know I, I that's that's, inter- that's you gonna get off your soapbox. Go ahead. I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah, I'm off. I'm off it. I'm 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 sipping on a St. Pauli girl. Go ahead, Kevin. You know, go ahead. Go on, no, I was gonna say I I saw something interesting um, before we went on. Um, it was a white pastor. He was talking and he was saying that um, right now Black Lives Matter. And he he was uh, saying that the congregation, which I'm not sure what the percentage of white, black, or whatever, that they they were upset. And he was like to a point where he didn't care. But he's saying at this particular moment, black lives do matter. I mean, yeah, okay, you you could say if you're white or you another color, that matters. But everybody that I know that is for Black Lives Matter and trying to push us forward as as a race. They're on board with us. I mean, from Latinos to whites to whatever. 
So it was interesting that that um, pastor said, I don't care what they think right now at this particular moment, Black Lives Matter. So that was interesting. Yeah, I think some people yeah, are you finally can't, just you, getting But it. you cannot fall for the okey-doke. It's just because people are coming around and all these people. Like I, I have a story here again that goes right back to the other stories. With all You know, we got Google, Nike, all these companies that didn't budge. And then for them, then for them, if you can donate 120 million dollars, believe me, you got a lot more money than that. You know what I'm saying? So they've been sitting on this money for a long time, and now that the the Black Lives Matter thing is relevant, and everybody wants relevancy, everybody wants advertisement, everybody wants notoriety, and everybody wants to stay relevant. And that's and like I'm not playing devil's advocate on this. But I think there's a method to everybody's madness with all these big companies. They want to be. But I do still you know? also think that some of these companies realize not just about the relevancy of it, but they also realize that they do not want to wake up tomorrow when tomorrow comes and realize we're on the wrong side. That now black well, that's people. That's what I'm saying. That's the marketing thing is. But I'm saying they don't want to be the ones to get picketed to get to the point where black people say, okay, we don't buy from Company X anymore because Company X is racist. They've got these racist images on their products, so we're canceling them. But they this, don't want to end up in that position. But giving money does not set you free. I'm not talking you about gotta the You've got to do more than made, that. I'm talking about the ones that are changing their branding. I'm not talking about people that are donating money. I'm talking about the branding because I had before I, we were talking about other stuff. There's a few other companies that are changing their right, branding right. as well. Right, I understand well. all that. Well, let I'm me just th- finish this, and then we can talk about it. We got Uncle Ben's, who's also saying that they're planning to change their brand identity. I had no problem. You with know, that. he's been on that box for the longest time. I had no time. problem. He looked good. He was suited. He was studious. I had no problem with that at all. So why are you changing something there? It well, broke. they said why because it was perpetuating harmful racial stereotypes. How was it? He didn't look bad. What 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 was he doing? He wasn't in no coveralls with a pitchfork in his hand. He was looking nice and studious. He looked like my grandfather. Apparently, somebody. when they put him on there, they knew who he was or what he represented, and they kept it on there for all these years, and now they're saying they want to correct it. All right, well. And then they got Conagra, who is uh, the company that owns Mrs. Butterworth. They're saying that they want to do a complete brand and change the packaging. So, because, But when was Mrs. Butterworth established to be black? What, what is she? Well, they said that, well, let me let me finish, and I'll tell you. According to the Uncle Ben's website, the name was first used in 1946 in reference to a black farmer who was known as Uncle Ben who excelled in rice growing. The man depicted in the logo is actually a beloved Chicago chef and waiter whose name is Frank Brown. However, the imagery invokes a servant. Uh, they're talking about Mrs. Butterworth, I think, who invokes a servant that uses the title, uh, as far as how Southerners once referred to black people as aunt and uncle for older black people, because they didn't really want to call call black folks Mister and Miss, so that's where the uncle and the aunt thing came in. So where Aunt Jemima became Aunt Jemima, you know. So there's a lot of stuff that goes back historically, and these companies had this information. They right. knew it. So I, well, and you they took the word out of my mouth. But I, and now they're saying we want to fix that and correct okay, it. Okay, but I'm not giving them that, that. I'm not giving them that easy road because if you knew the backstory all the time, how much money did you make off of this? 
You know, you have to understand that's the situation, too. Just like in baseball, for example, they will not put Barry Bonds in a Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds passed Hank Aaron for most home runs, but they claim he was on steroids and all that, and even Uncle Tom asked Hank Aaron don't want to give up his throne because he was loving the position he was in. But they say I'm Barry. But when Barry Bonds was hitting all those home runs, everybody was loving it. The TVs made a fortune. Everybody, just like uh, A-Rod. When A-Rod was doing his thing with the Yankees, whether he was on steroids or not, the TVs and the networks and ESPN all made a fortune. But now they're saying, oh, you were on steroids. Well, you didn't give a shit about his steroids back in when he was playing back in 2006, 7, 8, winning uh, championships with the Yankees, making money for everybody. But now you're going to chastise him after you done made all this money? I mean, it's very contradictive. And, I, and I'm not saying that they – I don't want them to not do stuff, but we need to look at the big picture on them and don't give them such an easy out just because you're giving money. That's what happened to – look Look at Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Hudson, right? Remember mm-hmm. she was sending money home to the family because she was doing well, doing well, doing well. And one of the members in the family was – Drugged out and ended up killing, what, two, three people in there? God rest their soul. And that was based on Jennifer Hudson sending money. Just bring your family to, to L.A. You can't send money back to the hood like that and don't think that people that are strung out on drugs aren't going to do something adverse and what have you. And that's what they're doing now with this money. Everybody, $150 million, I got $150 million. Well, damn, y'all got all this money? Shit, you finally giving it up in 2020? Damn Facebook, damn Netflix, damn Nike, damn this one, damn, wow, wow. We had to have people, four or five people die in order for y'all to show y'all going to pull out the fucking bank book. You know, we got to look at the big picture. Don't just don't just accept it and say, oh, they're doing so well. They're, oh, my God, they're so nice. They ain't shit. They're guilty. They want advertisement. They want to be relevant. I'm not going to so, throw a complete devil's advocate aspect at it, but it ain't that. it ain't that True, it ain't that real. But I think anyway, you just hit on the key word is guilty. You know, I'm I just think saying. they, I think the guilt. Believe and, what, and yeah, the but that does not make it. Take. Finally, come home to them. That, stop, and they're please like, stop you know stroking their ass. They ain't I'm that not. perfect. Stop I don't know stroking. how you got that impression. You're stroking their ass. Not at all. Yes, you I'm are. saying that when people start feeling guilty, they yeah, try well, to make restitution. Okay. And that's why how black is that folks, stroking? we're passive like you're talking. That's why how we're in the position How is that passive? And how is that stroking? Oh, my God. I'm saying that oh. when people acknowledge their guilt and they say, you know what, we really screwed up and we want to fix it. If somebody, they acknowledge their wrong, company, acknowledge their guilt. That's not stroking anybody. If a anybody. company can give $120 million, they got a lot more than that. Well, of course they do. Thank They're you. not going to clean out their bank account. I didn't say they was, but don't front the money like that. Do something that's everlasting. Build some shit. Give some shit, some computers, whatever. Don't just say, oh, I got $120 million. $120 million to go where? To do what? To give to the CEO where he's going to put it in his bank account and the black folks that need it still ain't going to get it? You know what I mean? Take it to the community. Well, I disagree. Oh, uh, yeah, well, that's what I we think, do. I think at least what Google is doing, As far as building entrepreneurs, that's helping to build generational wealth. So that is something that will last. They were disrespecting their own female employees. I'm not talking about that. You you raised an issue about do something that lasts, and I'm saying when you build black businesses, that's an opportunity to build something that can last. A computer eventually phases out. All right. Okay. So I'm saying, okay. don't give me a trinket. Right, well, give me an opportunity to run a business. Let, let's see where it goes. Let me get in on all that right money y'all are making. Right now we're talking about money. I want to see what That's what I'm saying. 
talking about right. stroking something. That's some bull crap. Yeah, yeah, you are. You're passive. Oh. You're full of you know passive. what, Cabin, you better get your, you better get them. You, you better get them. All right, all right. I mean, we, we, we really into this thing, boy. Ooh. We're going to lighten up. Let's take a little, can we take a little oh, CC really? break and come back with the cocktail of the week? Oh, my God. Not Uncle gosh. Tom. We're going to call her Auntie Tom, honey, not Uncle Tom. She's Auntie Tom. Can we take anyway. a CC break and come back with yeah, the cocktail of the week? You all right. Oh. Do you have unruly children? Do they misbehave in school and get bad grades? Are time-offs completely ineffective? Are you scared to spank them because they might have you arrested? What they need is a new school where discipline is number one and education is secondary. What they need is... Whoopin' Ass Academy. Here at the Whoopin' Ass Academy. We don't have discipline problems. Know why? We're privately owned and we do what we want. And when kids get out of hand... We whoopin' ass. Time out is for football games. When kids want to show off, we don't give them a timeout. We just whoop it in. We don't make a kid stand in the corner. That's by house plan. When one of our kids gets out of order, we snatch him out of that classroom and whoop it in. Here at WTA Academy, we make sure they learn the basics of reading and writing, math and science. But above all else, they learn discipline. This is what will keep your kids out of jail. Make the world a better place. Sometimes you gotta whoop that ass. And we do. Here at WTA Academy, our motto is, we care enough to whoop that ass. They may not read and write too well, but they'll act like they've got sense. Because we whoop that ass. So bring your kids on down to whoop that ass Academy. We'll get them straight. All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm your host, Papa D. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Ooh, bonsoir, darling. Yeah, I would have. Oh, all right, darling. Anyway. Throw, your, throw some water on y'all. <laughs> throw some water on her. It's time for the cocktail right. of the week. I'm going to throw this uh, strawberry fizz on you guys. That's the cocktail of the week for tonight. Oh, that sounds good. All right. All right. It's a half an ounce of bourbon. One ounce of fresh strawberries, got to add the fresh strawberries, a half ounce of lime juice, half ounce of simple syrup, um, one egg, white, I don't know, that might be optional for me, a splash of soda, and garnish with um, a lime wheel and strawberries. I don't know about that egg white. Uh, so we're going to shake, we're going to shake all the ingredients except the soda and garnishes. Um, place in a cocktail shaker without ice and shake vigorously for about 15 seconds. Um, heavy shake, add ice to shaker and repeat. Add a splash of soda to the shaker. Strain and pour over ice into a glass of the choosing. Garnish with the um, lime wheel and strawberry. Mm. Now when no. you strain that, what no. does that egg white look like? I don't want to know. It's probably just, the just some floating on the top. Yeah, I would also. Yep, yep. <laughs> I think it's supposed to just make it frothy, but I didn't put egg white in mine. I'm not doing it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's that's uh, our cocktail of the week. Cocktail of the week. I know that's right. There you go. You can Woo. celebrate with that. All right. Thank you, Kim. Oh, the Cocktail of the Week is brought to you by our parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment. We thank you for that. 
it's rather tasty too, minus that egg white. Woo! Yeah, I don't know that. And you know, I've seen a lot of cocktails that put egg white in it, but I'm just not that adventurous. It gives so, a whole different taste, I guess. And look, I'll take your word for it because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> All I see is raw egg, and I'm like, nope, nope, nope. All right, we're going to shift gears over to uh, Papa Didi so he can tell us what's popping. Well, I tell you, uh, I hate to, you know, just keep holding my position, you know, but I'm uh, I'm just trying to be a believer, you know. I can't, it, to me, it's not love at first sight, you know. When people throw money at the black community, I don't, I don't look at love at first sight. I don't just start loving them like... Like they want to be loved or they want to be taken in or understood or be a part of something now. You know, you have plenty of time to get in the game. You know, when people when people are living in life so lightly that they let Donald Trump hijack so many things in the past, you know, when those football players kneel down on their knee and they did it for a purpose, when, when Kaepernick was way ahead of his time with all this stuff going on now, and he even said he was going against the, the brutality and all that stuff, and most white folks didn't even know what it meant when it comes to police brutality because they never experienced it. So you're like, wow, well, why is he so pissed off? The police are doing fine or whatever, whatever, whatever. The police, the police live in their neighborhoods with them, so they have no qualms with the police. But he was way ahead of his time. And when he got people in the NFL to kneel down with him, all of a sudden Donald Trump came along and hijacked the whole story and said they're un-American, they don't like the flag, they don't like the military. He said all this stuff, and, and ignorant people listened to Trump and put the football players down. Well, that was their mission from the beginning was that. And all they was doing was kneeling down a little bit during the national anthem just to draw the attention for that moment. When the song is over, you get up off the knee and you play football. It's just that simple. You got Middle Eastern people that love football, but they're not gonna they're not gonna take their hat off or put their hand over their heart because they're from India or they're from Egypt or they're from Ethiopia, or whatever it may be from, and they don't that's not they, the flag don't belong to them. That's not their flag. So they don't they're not honoring. You're gonna jump in their ass too because they don't iron the flag? What you want to do with the flag is your business for the three for the three minutes. At the, and also, like I always said, the way the the uh, the TV money is in TV and advertisement is, who even sees the national anthem before a game anyway? They so busy selling Coca Cola and Budweiser and cars and Cadillacs and everything else they trying to sell SUVs and Hondas and everything else that by the time the the commercials over, shit, the kickoff then went off. They're already in the huddle, and they said, oh, while you were gone, they kicked the ball, and uh, such and such ran back to the 20-yard line, and here we are now on the 20-yard line. You done missed the national anthem, you done missed the damn kickoff, and now you're in the huddle about to do first down, only because they want to get two more commercials in. How often has that happened? Mm-hmm. So if you don't give a shit about the football game starting, why are you even going to make a stink about the national anthem when nobody sees it anyway? Even with the influx of money in the game, they don't even show halftime no more. Well, last time we seen a halftime show. Well, last time we seen people out there dancing during halftime on a football game. Even when they honor some players in the Ring of Honor, you don't even see the Ring of Honor no more because they're doing the commercials and halftime shows with uh, Strahan and Howie Long and your boy from the Steelers. What's his name? Uh, 
quarterback, Bradshaw, mm-hmm. they're all talking about the first and second quarter of the game. And then they got people getting honored with the Ring of Honor, you know, during halftime. You don't even see that. Then when the game come back on the third corner, oh, they show a picture of the guys walking off the field. Oh, yeah, that was uh, from Pittsburgh's first, first Steelers, Franco Harris and such and such. They were all the men in the, in the hall. We didn't even see it because you got your commercials and everything else. So how are you talking about kneeling down when the TVs and advertisement are too busy showing, you know, Chevy Tahoe commercials? They don't give a damn about anybody. And that's that's the backdrop of all this stuff when it comes to money. These companies that are that are money whores for money got the nerve now to shell out money when they didn't care from the beginning. They were listening to Trump and backed off like everybody else did. But now all of a sudden when the world and then got all hype about everything and everybody they see that Black Lives Matter is, is gaining traction. Before it was an insult to say that, they come back and say, Oh, just like this guy, uh he he was the in the national championship, I'll make this short, national championship of the NCAA last year. Um, LSU played uh, Clemson for the championship. LSU won the championship, but the losing coach, his name was, um, uh, I forget his name, but anyway, he had a shirt on the other day that said football matters. And he's walking around with his shirt saying football matters. Oh, and the, the sports network, Stephen A. Smith and ESPN, rode his ass. Saying, is that all you can wear during a Black Lives Matter uprising we have right now? Is a, a shirt that says, and here's a white man walking in, in a world that he's totally oblivious to what goes on. He wears a black shirt that looks like the Black Lives Matter shirt, but it says football matters, meaning that he wants to get on with the football season and don't pay this shit no mind. Their asses are so fucking ignorant and out of touch that it's not even funny. And his name is, uh, damn, what is his name? Um, Sweeney. Uh, Dabo Sweeney, you know, and now he makes $10 million a year just recruiting black people every year. He's going to houses up in the projects. You know, you got little Jimmy that can play football fresh out of high school, and Dabo Sweeney's right up there in his house and li- eating their little collard greens, and, oh, we're going to take care of your son. We're going to take care of your son. He had to, he's out there recruiting, and every project's going because, you know, them colleges, they will go into the hood of the hoods to find a damn good football player, Okay. And this dude is wearing a shirt saying football matters, trying to make a joke of the whole thing going on. And his white ass is so out of touch with what's happening. I'm like, damn. But anyway, like I said, don't fall for the hype. Don't fall for the okie doke. You know, use a third ear and a third eye. Pay attention to stuff completely. Look at the big picture and use your common sense. All right, I'm going to leave that alone. Okay, then. Ooh, wee. I hear you. Wow. That was a good one. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which way are we going? We're we yeah. going to keep it rolling? We'll lighten it up. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> your line, he, he, said my, he said my line. We're going to lighten it up. <laughs> yeah, we're going to lighten it up. Okay. Okay. We're going to lighten it up. And... With the weird news, uh, what you got there, uh, Red Warren? Oh, I got the first one tonight. Okay. Let's see. I've got scientists say they went cuckoo due to laughing gas from penguin poop. Wow. Scientists have reported getting so high on the nitrous oxide emitted by penguin poo that it actually made them ill. The levels of nitrous oxide 
more commonly known as laughing gas, given off by the colony's feces, was about 100 times higher than in a fertilized field. Wow, that, jeez, penguin poo does that? Professor Bo Eberling from the University of Copenhagen said a truly intense amount of nitrous oxide exhumed was enough to send someone completely cuckoo. He said it's truly intense, not least because nitrous oxide is 300 times more polluting than CO2, he explained. After nosing around in the penguin poo for several hours, a person goes completely cuckoo. You begin to feel ill and you get a headache. Why are they nosing around in penguin poo? Anyway, he added the small nitrous oxide cylinders that you see lying in or floating around in Copenhagen are no match for this heavy dose, which results from combinations of nitrous oxide and with hydrogen sulfide and other gases. These little canisters of nitrous oxide are often sold legitimately for producing whipped cream, but they are also taken recreationally through a balloon with users often littering the small canisters behind. This is so weird. I'm still stuck on why are they around all of this penguin poop? I don't get it. If you're in that much penguin poop, you ought to be high. Anyway, that's my weird news. <laughs> uh, I thought <laughs> they were scientists. Were they scientists? Yeah, they are scientists, but I, okay, it doesn't well, maybe, say that they studying. Well, maybe they're studying the penguin's poop. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I would have said. I guess. <laughs> But they better not tell people about it because people will be trying to get high on penguin poop. Well, that's true. That's true. Ooh, All right. Okay. Moving on. Um. Okay. I I, I take the next one. I, I give Papa a break. He he he's been uh tearing things up tonight. I give him a break for a minute. Um, talking about penguins poop. I'm talking. I'm going to talk about panda. Panda taken for a walk on a leash sparks outrage, but it's not a bear at all. A video showing um, what appears to be a panda being walked across a busy road in a city center sparked outrage when it surfaced online. The short clip shows a woman walking across a pedestrian crossing with a black and white animal on a leash, leaving a passenger in a waiting car stunned as they filmed the bizarre moment. The um, clip caused a, a heated debate when it was posted online, but it turns out um, the animal isn't a panda at all. A man in southern China's Lishan has dyed his dog black and white to make it look like a panda. Okay. Oh, my God. Its owner, named Yang Yang, Yang Yan, said his chow chow named, oh, my God, Mi Niu, which translate as, pretty girl already resembled a panda so he came up with the idea to dye her black to dye her fur black and white using natural color lord have mercy yang says he made the dye using plants and water claiming it is an it is harmless for the dog okay uh, it's not the first time the dog breed has been given a makeover to look like a bear after pet shops in China reported they were selling out of panda dogs. What the hell? Panda <laughs> dogs? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Okay. Wow. That's a, that's enough for me. Uh, that, that's crazy. Hand wow. See, see, so, see how stuff, stuff, stuff gets started? Somebody thought it was a daggone pan. That rumor started, and and it keeps going. I'm telling you, once you get on that social media, it's crazy. I'd like to see a picture of the of the alleged panda dog to see, because it must have really looked like a panda. Mm-hmm. Because you said, what kind of dog was it? A chow? Yeah, it's chow chow. And yeah, those are those Mi-Mio. real fuzzy, those are real hairy, fuzzy type looking dogs. Yeah. They kind of look like uh-huh. a big fuzzy wolf. So I can imagine if you died, it to look like a panda. It probably did look like a panda. Yeah, I guess so. That's, okay. Uh, okay, that's what I said. Mm-mm. Hey, that's why it's the weirdness. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it's, it's very popular though. <laughs> what doing that? Oh boy. Yeah, but the oh, uh, what's that animal organization that throws blood on your mink? Peter. Yeah, Peter. I don't think uh-huh. Peter would appreciate this. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. There's no All safe right. way to die or, or any animal. That's crazy. I wouldn't put wouldn't put no down on, on animal anyway because you don't know how they're going to react to it. So. Yeah, well, he said it was all, hmm. what, plant-based or something, so he thinks that's safe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. I wonder how the dog felt about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Poor baby. All right, over to you, Papa Didi. What's your weird news for tonight? Uh, this is about the noises coming from the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. The iconic uh, Golden Gate Bridge now is uh, they say it's found its voice and it's already driving some locals crazy. Mm. Uh, what it is is um, people are noticing why there were different sounds, whistles and hums and howls and screams coming from the Golden Gate Bridge when the wind is just at a certain point and it sounds like it's howling and making noises and what they found out is that they built a bike trail to go across the bridge. Now who the hell would ride a bicycle <laughs> across that mother? Crazy people. I don't want to ride a car across that thing. Anyway, they got a bike trail now that goes across Golden Gate Bridge from San Francisco to Oakland and when they put the little tight rails up so they don't fall off the other side of the damn bridge. When the wind blows through there, it makes a whistle sound, a humming sound, and it sounds haunting. Yeah, it's whistle. But it's different holes, and, and being that's an open area, whenever wind blows through anything, as you know, it makes a chiming noise. So that's what's going on now in San Francisco. If you ever go to San Francisco and you go across the Golden Gate Bridge and you hear some whistles and sounds as you're riding across it, that's because... Uh, the way they constructed it with the new uh, little steel pipes to protect the uh, bikers. The so now the bridge there. is yelling and now screaming and moaning. Yelling, yelling and screaming and moaning all day. <laughs> all long, day long and all night. Blowing, as long as the wind is blowing. But anyway, that was one of the last weird news. Uh, That's crazy. I'm going to take a little small break and we'll come back with uh, red wine. Ay, ay, ay. I'm just saying. Sure, let's do that, and we'll be back on the other side of the break. You sweet Ben Rouge, this is Red Wine, and if you haven't heard of the Pajama Party Show, you have been missing out. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, what's poppin' with Papa Didi, weird news, and I'm just saying with me, 
Living for the City with Papa Didi, and the Hollywood Wrap-Up with Kettle, the Cocktail of the Week, my favorite, and the world-famous Kiss It List, and of course, the last word. We serve it up every week on A Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern at 914-803-4306, or you can listen live online at www.apajamaparty.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at A Pajama Party. Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Happy Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Woo, Juneteenth! Right. National holiday. Happy Freedom Day! We need day, a holiday in day, June. Day. I recommend we make it the third Monday of the month. Or just give it a day. Whenever the 19th falls on, that's the holiday, like Veterans Day. I like what you said about getting Stevie to do it. Yes, of course. Or right. John Legend. John Happy Legend Juneteenth is just as, uh, to Or Alicia Keys. Happy Don't leave her out. Those are my three favorites. Happy Freedom! Why are you going to do a happy birthday song on a Juneteenth song? Because I want to. You want to battle that, too? That's why they're not calling you to make it. You want to anyway, battle? we got Red Mind coming up with the uh, <laughs> her segment called I'm Just Saying. What you got this week for the people? Oh, this week, I'm just saying, I'm not falling for it. Contrary to what some think, yeah, I'm not like falling for it. Yeah, you was earlier. Uh-uh. Get off my segment. The FBI, the U.S. Attorney's Office uh, for the Central District of California, and the Department of Justice Civil Rights Division are now saying they are actively reviewing the recent hanging deaths of two black men in Southern California. Now, both of these deaths were originally determined to be suicides by police who said that they didn't see any evidence of foul play. Now, both of these uh, events happened just two weeks apart from each other, and I believe it was about 50 miles apart from each other. And the only reason now that they're being further investigated is because both families insisted and said neither one of these men were suicidal by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying, I'm not falling for it. Something is not right with this. Of all the ways a person can take their own life, especially a black man. I just don't believe they would go out and find a tree and basically lynch themselves. I I just don't think so. These were young men. Now, I know most families think they know everything about you, and they they don't know everything, but your family knows you pretty well. You know, I think you can say that. That's true. Your family knows you pretty well. But don't you think that the family members would have noticed if something was a little off with either of these two brothers, like a change in behavior or a change in their mood or something, if they were that depressed to the point of being suicidal? I mean, I'm. I, it just stands to reason somebody would have noticed something. So while the authorities are saying that they're analyzing the rope that was, you know, that was used for the hanging, and they're doing what they call a cellular cellular analysis of the men's telephones. 
I just wonder if anybody checked their social media. Because typically when people are suicidal, you'll see it in their social media if they have a social media account. You'll see different signs, hints, phrases. Sometimes people come right out and say, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm tired of life, you know, things of this nature. The hints and the signs would be there. So I'm wondering, did they check any of that? Because I'm just saying, I'm just not, I'm not falling for it. And I look at how quickly the police ruled both of these deaths a suicide without investigating any deeper. The police also noted the levels of racial tension in the country now, which makes me question why was that brought up, even mentioned. Two men allegedly commit suicide. Why are the police even talking about the levels of racial tension in the country? What has one got to do with the other if, in fact, it was a suicide? Was that like a low-key alibi? Did the police even check the ground where these two men were found to look for things like, oh, I don't know, tire tracks, footprints? You know, you watch enough of these different shows on TV, we all know at least to look for that. Did you even bother to see if there were any other footprints that did not match the footprints or the shoe of the, of the person who was found hanging? Was the tree even short enough that they could climb without assistance? Or if they were found high up, how'd they get up there? Unless these two men were athletic, how'd they get up that high? Was there a stool? Was there a ladder found? Was the ladder or the stool or the chair knocked over? Because typically in a situation like that, that stool or ladder would have been knocked over. So I'm just asking, like, what, did anybody look for those kind of things or are they just not releasing it? What's going on with that? I just think these are basic things that they should be looking for, and that's why I'm saying I'm just not falling for it. Now, there was also another incident in Virginia this week. A 17-year-old young brother in Virginia left his house, came home to find a burned cross in his front yard. Now, this brother said he's not scared. But clearly, somebody wanted him to be. Now, it turns out this brother is an organizer. He's been organizing protests and march marches, and he says, I'm not scared. What I'm going to do is go even harder. So that little scare tactic backfired. I just personally, I think that these hangings are a message from scared racists who don't want the world to change. Or they feel like the playing field is going to be level for blacks in America, and they don't want to see that happen. I think these people are reverting back to the old standby methods, thinking it's going to, if it worked back then, it'll work now. And they're hoping, you know, it'll work now. But it's not going to work. So all you that are out there plotting and doing all this stuff, burning crosses, and, and whatever it is you're trying to do, save your strength. It's not going to work. This is red wine, and like I said, I'm not falling for it. I'm just not. That's all I got. All right. That was a good one, red wine. Right. I mean, it's it something crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Ooh-wee. And to me, oh, they're moving kind of slow to figure out, you know, what's going on. Exactly. 
Uh, let's see. Let's go to the lines. Uh, we have a caller. Let me see if I can get this call up. Just a second. Caller, hello. Welcome to the Pajama Party Show. You're on the air. Go right ahead with your comment. Hey, Raywan. This is uh, Tim calling from Atlanta. And I was calling because it's like about the last segment you had. Regardless if he was depressed and was suicidal, no black person, no black male will use hanging as a, 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 a way of suicide, period. It's not happening. We're not doing that, especially in the public. That's you what know, I believe. Not, Period. It's not happening. I agree. It was, it, it was definitely a case of murder, and they're putting out a message, you know. So um, yeah. for them to even consider it, it's like you know they 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 don't even care. You know, it was what it is. The police didn't want to consider anything besides like black people don't do commit suicide by hanging. That's something I've that never white heard of do. it done. It's, no, you know, and if they if they they did do it, I I don't I, I just can't see it. Period. You know, so it's it's just frustrating and it's a, it's annoying and it's infuriating that they would even consider it a suicide without any investigation. You know, so right. but that's my only comment. I just want to comment on that because it's like and a happy Juneteenth to everybody. I appreciate y'all um, every Friday. You know, coming up with the um, content that you have. So I appreciate um, each and every one of you. Thank you. All oh, right, thank we you. thank you Call so on. much and happy Juneteenth yeah. to you. All right. But I agree. I could completely, completely agree with the brother. Black folk just aren't going to yeah. do that. Even if you right. don't know your history, to go outside right. of your home and take a rope right. and go hang yourself from a tree, I'm not buying it. I'm just not. Right. It doesn't That's make crazy. sense. And you but see you know how what? quick the police uh, uh, were to say, oh, it's a suicide. And the parents and the families were like, no, 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 not so fast. That's bull. Right. But you know what? They don't want to, you know, what's being created here in the in the district, they don't want that to come to the estate. So they're going to say that it's a suicide because if they said that it was murder or something else other than suicide, oh, I'm telling you, folks, they would be there like yesterday, you know, marching and saying, well, what's going on, you know, pressing the police and everything. So um I think they just put that out there. I think they know more than what they're saying, and you know they they don't want all that in their particular state. So, that's, oh, that's I absolutely is. agree. It's like I said, yeah. I'm not a forensic specialist, but I know enough to say if somebody's hanging from a tree, you look around on the ground and see what was on the ground. Was it tire tracks, right. bicycle tracks, motorcycle tracks, right. footprints? Come on. I mean, just get the fact that the, you know, come on. Yeah, the caller when when he said, uh, I mean, he 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 mentioned a, a black male. A black male wouldn't do that. That's just out of a norm for a black male to commit suicide in that way. If I mean, if they were going to do it, they wouldn't do it in that way. And and things are happening. Those particular things, like the the lynchings and stuff, are happening now because of what's going on. So when you said in your segment that they're sending a message, yes. They're sending a message like, don't come in this state because this is what's going to happen to you if you come here, you know, as far as equality. You're Absolutely. not going to get it here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. So. You're right. Yep. All righty. Yeah. Well, we're going to kick it back over to Papa Didi for living in this, li- living for the city. Oh, boy. I got to get some more ice. Living for the city, Papa Didi. What you got for us tonight? Well, you know, 
I've been on I've been on this for a long time. I've been on this long for, and I I mentioned it earlier. You know, like I said, as the term goes, to stay woke. You know, we have to look at the big picture. We have to look at the big picture. You know, and all that's part of it. You know, you cannot tell me that there's no video. And, and like you were saying, Kettle, you know, there's a lot of narratives on why they don't want to bring it up. Like you said, they don't want it to be in their city and things like that. They'll say whatever they got to say. But there's video on doorbells. There's videos when you go 10, 10 miles or 5 miles over the speed limit down a street in D.C. or somewhere on a highway. They, they got you the back of your license plate. There's video almost everywhere. And and while you're on that particular subject, don't give up on the subject of where the cops pulled over these white guys during these different uh, marches, and they had Molly Cock cocktails in the back of the car. Okay? Now, Molly Cock cocktails start fires. You're not going to tell me that black folks are starting all of these infernos in the neighborhood. And that's the first thing ignorant white folks come out and say. Oh, my God, they burned down their own property. Well, look at the video. Who initially got out of their car and hurled that Molly Top cocktail? You probably got it on video, but like you said, Kettle, they're not going to mention that because there's another thing. Wow, they can't say a white guy was seen throwing the, the, the Molly Top cocktail at the Wendy's. I mean, if you're going to, did you see the way that Wendy's went up in Atlanta when it was in full blink, full flame? Yes, that was crazy. That was the work of a professional. Yeah. That wasn't, that was not Negroes in the back with some twigs and leaves and some lighter fluid like they were starting a, a, a little campfire camp yeah. or, or some type of, a, you know, the barbecue pit. That thing, when you, when something goes up in flame right in the center of the building, I mean, I'm the son of a fireman, you know? You know, that stuff is professional. And white folks of the Aryan nation or the Klan nation or the white ring nation is using the opportunity of unrest to do their damage inside the neighborhood Mm -hmm. so blacks can be blamed for it. It's just classic bait and switch. Classic. And the same with the hangings, the same way. And like you said, Kettle... When they come along and they see that, the cops got to say something superfluous where, you know, it's going to fly. Oh, suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? You know, and they they can do what they want. Let me tell you something. Those different Klan groups and right-wing groups are so heavily funded that they could do whatever they want to do. Even when you see people disappearing, people getting shot, I mean, they're getting theirs. They hate they hate black people. So they're gonna they're gonna get you any way they can, whether it's through property damage or whatever, they're gonna get theirs. But I mean, it's so interesting how now they they're using inner tactics to do it internally while stuff is going on. And then the media comes along and just films a bunch of blacks coming out of somewhere that's been looted and they, that's all they focus on is black people because that goes along with the story and the neighborhood and all that. And it's just a mess, man. I mean, we are just getting beat down by our own recordings by just, just I, I, it's almost like we cannot win. And joke, and this is why I wonder why on my job, my coworkers live like hour and a half from the job. And I tell them, wow, man, you guys live way out there. 
Yeah, well, it's quiet. Quiet is a, a, a you know, like we said, quiet is a, a code for no Negroes. Oh, how's the, how's the neighbor you live in? Oh, it's quiet. It's quiet. Whenever your wife will say quiet, that means no Negroes around at all. But they move out there, so when they come down here, do, do they damage? Were they buying their drugs? Or they getting a little swerve on because they got, they got jungle fever? Or whatever they're trying to satisfy from black people, they get it, but then they want to run back up to their neighborhood where everything is cool. But it ain't cool up there either, because like War said years ago, the whole world is a ghetto. Hello. They up there cooking meth in the garage, and they got their their oxycodone, and they they fucked up in a whole other way up there in the suburbs. So don't even don't even get it twisted. They they're on that show. Um, uh, what's that show? Um, the, them crazy ass shows that come on. Uh, Snapped and all that shit. Oh yeah. You know, stuff on the ID network. Yeah, on the ID network. Yeah, <laughs> snap. Well, she came in and she choked him and killed him and and then they buried they they just found the two kids buried underneath the on the guy's property. Remember, the kids was missing for a long yeah, time. Those two little kids. They found the kids right there, right right on his property. Wasn't even far from the house. All the time they were looking for him, and they should have found him right there. So so they got their own issues. You know, so you know, someone take the pot corner kettle black and you know let he without sin cast the first stone. It's crazy. I mean, like I said, just just be careful. Be careful, be careful, because there's some crazy-ass people out there on the hunt, and they just trying to get theirs, get even, do what they do, you know, but just just be careful. That's all I got on uh, Thank you, right, Papa Didi. The operative word is on the hunt. I think they are hunting down people. Of course, inadvertently. And all the riots and everything gives them the perfect cover, the perfect cover. Don't think that we're doing all this stuff, you know, don't think that. We ain't crazy. No. We may do some stupid shit, but we ain't crazy. Yeah, we may be wild, but we ain't crazy. So and all that, and then the media, oh yeah, well they're tearing up their neighborhood. They're, come on, anyway. But uh, you know what? I will say this, and then I'm gonna kick it over to Kettle for the Hollywood wrap up. I I am so grateful that everybody is running around now with their phones in their hand, recording everything. But the stuff that needs to be recording mm-hmm. getting recorded. No, but what I'm saying is that when I look at some of the video that people upload to social media, you see camera angles that the media is not showing you. You see things at the Mm -hmm. marches and at rallies in different cities that when you watch the news, even on the, the cable news networks, they show you one thing, but you check out social media from somebody who was actually there, and they're showing you a whole different version of a whole nother Yeah, but I want to see you starting these fires. That you didn't see. Oh, I'm saying, I saw some stuff with the looting where somebody was like, see, look who's jumping out of the windows of these stores. And you saw all these white boys with hoodies on. Yeah, projecting the image. Long sleeve shirts and hoodies yeah. jumping out of the stores that had jumped in there see to loot and all that. And the young lady was saying, see, they keep saying that it's us, it's not. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. but see, the media didn't show us that. So sure. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. It's amazing. Yep. All right. Let's let's shift gears and go to the uh Hollywood wrap up with Kettle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Papa. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right, we're gonna work on that. The interns gotta work on that one. All right, if you guys haven't heard, Raven Simone is a married woman. She is a married woman. Ooh. That's so Raven, starting to do 
the world to her wife before anyone even knew she was engaged. Her name is Miranda Madey, is the lucky lady to embark with um, Raven Simone on Married Life. She went on uh, social media, of course. Um, uh, she went on social media and said, I'm a married woman now. I was like, okay, okay. interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, I'm just going to say this, I'm going to leave it alone. There's a lot of black women in this world, but why you chose that way, I don't know. That's that's your thing. Anyway. Wait a minute, wait anyway. a minute. What, who did she marry? <laughs> or should I say, what did she marry? Uh, a, a Caucasian woman. And she looks oh. older, but I mean, you know, it's 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 kind of a obscure picture, but you know, if that's your cup of tea, that's your cup of tea. Hey, I'm not knocking nobody. Okay. All right. Also, um, the voice, um, which I'm boycotting anyway. I'll tell you about that later. Um, <laughs> they're not picking uh, the people that I want to be picked. Um, but uh, Nick Jonas, he's leaving. Um, I guess he's going to um, pursue, you know, I guess he's going back on the road, I guess. Um, Gwen Stefani, she will be returning. Uh, you know, Blake, I'm uh-huh. quite sure he'd be happy. He's going to be happy. So Gwen Stefani, John Legend, um, and uh, Kelly Clarkson, they're going to be returning for the next season, which I won't be watching. I'm going to boycott. So anyway, but Nick Jonas, he was pretty good on them, but they were, they were saying Nick Jonas, when he was on there, his rating, the ratings were kind of low, but you know, it could have been because of the coronavirus, who knows, but you know, I don't, I, hopefully they're not trying to uh, say it was because of him, but they said the ratings were um, a bit low. Um, also, I was liking him, mm-hmm. but that format yeah. was crazy because of the coronavirus, yeah. so that was probably yeah. the issue. Yeah, because I think the key thing is being on, in the studio, being live. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, if anyone watches The Bachelor, The Bachelor uh, can't write its racist history with one black lead. Matt James, he's going to be the first black bachelor to star on um, The Bachelor show. Eighteen year, uh, twenty five seasons. This is the first male, black male on here. He's going to be the lead as far as, you know, getting the women and, you know, uh, picking who who he wants to marry, I guess. But um, it should be interesting. His name is Matt James. Um, I'm sorry. My personal opinion, all the guys that they pick, I'm sorry, they look gay. That's just me. That's just my opinion. (laughs) That's just my opinion. But to each each his own, I guess. I don't watch that show at all, but I see the commercials because they kill you with the commercials. And right. I will say that of all the commercials I've seen, I am inclined to agree. But my question mm-hmm. is this. If you're going to have a black bachelor, how many black right. bachelorettes are you going to have? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's going to be in the work. Who, who knows? Oh, I see what you're saying. Instead of... Uh, uh, a black bachelor, but then all white cast as far as the yeah. women he's going to pick from. Okay, I got you. Okay. Yeah, because they usually throw um, at least one or two, at, you know, like the, they, I would call them tokens. Yeah. They always put at least one or two black women that are trying to get this white man. So I wonder right. when it's the other way around, are they going to flip it and have one or two white women and the rest will be black women? Mm hmm. 
we it's going to be interesting see. to see. Yeah, we shall well, see. Well, y'all shall yep. see. I don't watch that show. Just because it's a Black Bachelor, I'm still not watching it. I know that's right. Um, also, um, Black Artists for Freedom. They have started a website. Over a thousand artists have um, pledged uh, to um, to give to different organizations, black organizations, and just their message that they're going to put out there is black artists for freedom. Um, you have people like Le- Le- uh, Lena Waite, uh, Tessa Thompson, John Legend, and John Legend. He's he's been everywhere now. Gabrielle yeah, Union. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matter of fact, he has something coming up on Sunday on Father's Day. Um, I mean, you have people like, uh, uh, what's her name, Cynthia, what is her name, um, Cynthia um, Erivo, like I said, Gabrielle Union, um, uh, Nikki Giovanni, oh, wow, Questlove. Um, okay. So you just have to check out the website. It's um, it's it's the Black Artists for Freedom. As a collective of black workers in the cultural industry, so I guess in the industry as far as you know, uh, entertainment, um, you know they have pledged a uh, certain thing that they're going to do, and I guess a lot of the entertainers they're using the platform for you know what's going on, you know what's going on now. So, I mean it, it makes sense, which is a good thing. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so check that out. Um. That's it for tonight. Um, I'll, I'll say my last word later on. But oh, one last note on um, the Bloods, um, the Five Bloods, um, Spike Lee's uh, movie. I have to say he did a great job on that. It's about four African American vets that battle the forces of man and nature when they return to uh, Vietnam, seeking the remains of the fallen squad leader and the gold fortune that he helped them hide. So they um. Going and uh, dealing with some demons, and then also that going to try to find the um, gold bars that they left there in Vietnam. So, uh, but that 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 that's a good thing to see. The Five Bloods about Spike Lee that movie. So that's my Hollywood okay. wrap up. Mm-hmm. All right, I did see that, and it was an excellent movie. It was, yeah. Have I you enjoyed seen that with Coffee? Yes, that was nice. Yeah, that was yeah. really good. All right, thank yeah. you, Kettle. Yeah. There you are. All right. right, we're gonna move right into the world famous Kiss It List. Okay. Papa Didi, mm. can you uh, mm. break it down mm. for us mm. one time? Kiss It List is a list we put out of everybody that showed their butt during last week, and we put them on blast for what they did, and we got a song for them at the end of it. Uh, okay. Uh, first got one on the is. List uh, this week? First one is a white man that caught he was caught spraying spraying white lives matter. Oh boy. On a on Arthur Ashe's uh, statue in Richmond. What the fuck? Really? Who claimed Dude. he's not a racist but all lives matter. Go have five. What's wrong with these people? Like I said, they, they look, when you say five. when you say Black Lives Matter, they think it's a downgrade. But they they ass is twisted, man. They twisted as hell. They flip out. They twisted as hell. Anyway, uh, all people who have issued have issues with the celebration of Juneteenth. Yeah. Okay. You're all the, the people who are making and wearing the masks uh, political when it's about health and safety. All right. Uh, Trump for uh, threatening to sue John Bolton to block the, the sell of his book when most of the inserts from the book has already been published out. 
And I honored John Bolton for really going in like he did. He really he went in hard on Trump. And Trump is pissed off like crazy. But Trump is better being pissed on. Anyway, unless you like that. <laughs> yeah, he probably anyway, would. Anyway, Trump for calling all the top officials uh, great when he hired them and then uh, then dupes when he fires them. You know, you know how he says, yeah, this is great, he's great, he's great. Then when he gets rid of them, they're incompetent. Oh, what a dope. Yeah, he was dope. He was what crazy. What a blockhead. Uh, he's stupid. He's Okay. Mike Pence. Oh, yeah, Mike Pence. Mike Pence has been going around saying the pandemic is under control. We got this. It's almost over. Even though the reality is that some states are seeing new spikes, new incidents, more deaths. Mike Pence needs to go have a seat and get his head out of Trump's butt. Um, (laughs) Just saying. Okay, we got Mnuchin. Mnuchin, who's the head of the, who's the secretary of the Treasury Department and the Treasury Department for deliberately withholding financial aid to Native American tribes that was already authorized by Congress. They have now been ordered to withhold, to, to release the money. I don't know why they're sitting on it like that. I guess they're just hating. I don't know what their problem is. Also, we got Trump again for bragging about a non-existent AIDS vaccine. I don't even know why he came out of his mouth with that. He just makes up stuff anyway. And um, cops, we got the cops that shot Raynard Brooks for kicking and standing on his shoulder after they shot him. Mm -hmm. And we got Trump one more time for saying that he made Juneteenth famous and that nobody had heard of it until his rally. was on the same day. Jesus. I don't know what to say about that man. My parents told me about Juneteenth years and years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Tabo, you got anybody else to add to this week's Kiss It list? Roger Goodell, as usual. Yeah, Um, Roger Goodell. mm -hmm. Yeah, NFL. (laughs) So, that's about it. The cops, like you said, Kettle, the uh, cops in the state that found those two men hung. And act like yeah. it was suicide because they don't want that. Yeah. They don't want the marshes to so come to their to town. So quick to say suicide, suicide. Yeah, give me a break. They, they, saw, they saw more evidence. I'm sure when they came to that scene, evidence was all over the place on what exactly it had happened. to be. So and anyway. also, I want to add. I just forgot. Oh, all the cops in Atlanta who called out sick, yeah. trying to protest because one of your cops has been charged with a murder that he committed. Mm-hmm. Are you take, serious? Take your ass to work and feed your family. Don't worry about them damn murders. Exactly. Go get that money, boy. <sighs> Badge of honor, my ass. You better get that paycheck every two weeks, dropping your damn direct deposit. Anyway. And uh, oh, one more. All the quote-unquote Karens out here that keep calling the cops on black people that are minding their own damn business. Yeah. You know, now they call them Karens. Karens. And the men, they call them Kevins. So all the Karens and all the Kevins that keep calling the police mm. or threatening to There's on black, black people that are minding me. their mother-freaking business, just came my building. you are on the kissing <laughs> list he doesn't live here. of the He's pajama party. And uh, is, if that's everybody, okay, we have a special award for everybody on this week's kissing list. Hold on. Tight, here it is. Kiss my entire ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world kiss my ass. Kiss my ass.
Welcome back to the Bajan Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir and happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. All right. <laughs> I'm celebrating. Cheers. All right. All right. I'm enjoying my strawberry fizz. With egg whites. With no <laughs> egg whites, thank you. With egg whites. <laughs> no. No egg whites. Oh, I egg whites in the pot with some I damn butter. I am not butter. putting snot in my glass. Thank uh. you. <laughs> oh, What's your last word, Papa? Yeah, Our last my. word is coming <laughs> up. My last word, my last word is uh, to stay woke, you know, and that term has such a, a stronger meaning. Stay woke. Check mm-hmm. your surroundings. Before you go out at night, look around. Before you open, when you open up the front door, take a look outside first. When you get in your car, Keep stay, stay vigilant. Of your surroundings, because you never know who could be, you know, trying to spy on you to, you know, because they're, you know, they, they, we're closing in on on the on the enemy, if you want to say that, for lack of a better word, you know, because they, everybody thought they had it so good, but now that the plop is thickening and we're in force all over the world, like I said, they're lucky, like the lady said, they they're lucky that black folks want restitution and not revenge, because it would be ugly. It would be ugly. It is. Just like they won in North. Okay. Anyway. Oop, there it is. Okay. So. Well, my last mm-hmm. word is happy Juneteenth. Let us celebrate, embrace, and respect the freedom that we have. Continue to fight for what's right, fight for what's ours. We're not going to rest until we get what's right. And that's only fair. You know, if this is supposed to be one nation, I was going to say under a groove. <laughs> okay. Just for the funk of it. But we got to get what's right. If we're all supposed to be equal under the law, then let's be equal under the law. That's right. It's not going to be equal as long as you have more and I have less. That bull crap has got to stop. So let's just all, you know, like Papa said, let's stay awake, stay woke. And do what we got to do. See this thing to mm-hmm. the end. What you got, All right. Um, my last word is kind of a history lesson here. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Tulsa Race Massacre. Look at that. Mm-hmm. That was in 1921. Yeah. Second yeah. one, these are, these, these are kind of like the catalysts that have gotten us to this point. Emmett mm-hmm. Till. He died in August 28, 1955. Then after that, the boycott began in December 5th, 1955. Uh, someone I know very close and dear to me, he was born on that particular date, which uh, was very ironic. Also, um, number four, the March on Washington was August 28, 1963. Now, Emmett Till died on August 28, 55. The March on Washington came on the same day, but in 63. And also, wow. last but not least, Black Artists of Freedom. Check the website out and just check and see what they're doing. Um, and let's just stay black. 
black power. That's how I feel. Hey, <laughs> That's my last word. Power, mm-hmm. power to the people. Yep. All right, now. All right. Yep. Well, we appreciate everybody hanging out with us tonight. Uh, tell a friend about the Pajama Party Show. Hang out with us. You know our motto, PJs only, no clothes allowed. We give it to you raw. We give it to you straight. Uh, we'll do it again next Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Uh, let's see. That's about it. Yeah, let me, give you, let me give you one more four equation I have here. All right, four times four is 16, okay? Mm-hmm. Double four is 16. Abraham Lincoln was the 16th president, four times four. Okay, another 44 was the back of the jersey of Hank Aaron, who was the first person that broke the uh, home run record over Babe Ruth, number 44. All right, Barack Obama was the 44th president, another 44. Mm-hmm. And Martha became mm-hmm. Martha became was assassinated on April 4th, another mm-hmm. 44. All right, so keep those fours in mind. Starting from, right. starting from Abraham Lincoln to okay. Barack Obama, that four mm. equation has a, has a, uh, something in common. I, I think oh, anyway. they need to do the lesson. That's all. Just just start reading some history. That's all. Oh That's man, we, we got yeah, and definitely read up about Black Wall Street and the massacre in Tulsa. Oh man, make sure you For know sure. about that. And Emmett yeah. Till, don't leave, don't leave him out. Don't, that was vicious. yeah. And yeah. I do want to say Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. All the men who have been a father figure, even if you don't mm-hmm. have a genetic son, if you have fathered or been someone in somebody's mm-hmm. life, I mean, you brought somebody in this you know, world. Period. Happy Father's Day to you. Mm-hmm. We ain't judging. Yeah. You brought somebody in this world. Oh, period. Exactly. Ain't nobody judging. Whether Those rich, who poor, have stood in the gap for somebody, mm-hmm. you know, Happy Father's Day. Oh yeah, you Let's celebrate the black men on Father's Day. Oh, How right. about that? I All know right. that's right. Okay. All right. All right. So we'll take it down. Yeah. You gonna get on out of here? I'm gonna go get me another strawberry fizz. I'm gonna get me a cold beer and a brown liquor. <laughs> okay, I'm Kettle, drinking some brown get? liquor tonight too. I'm drinking some brown liquor, some bourbon. <laughs> All right. Bullet. We're gonna say cheers <laughs> to uh, Juneteenth. You all be safe. Have a good time. Keep yes. your mask on out in public, yes. and let's all yeah. be safe. All right. Let's all say right. good night. See you next week, same time. 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 9.15 mm-hmm. CP time. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. How about that? This is Red Wine saying bonsoir. All right. Good night. From, Say good night, uh, Kevin. Good night. Good night. And good night. we're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. <laughs> I bet you farewell, Caravatechi, Sayonara, uh, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Gabi Ko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Oh. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. <laughs> Put some of us today, party cool, people will be you. No clothes allowed. Put some of us today, won't it's that day, join the party, put some of us today, party cool, people will be you.